Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. So August this year, and we've been speaking about this a lot, is D-Day for the Tasmanian bid to to become the 19th AFL team. I've said many times that this is just something that has to happen. We have denied this state for far too long. Uh, I even made the joke the other night that if we are to provide uh, the final slap in the face after 160 years of slaps in the face, and I've got no drama in Tasmania putting a letter down on Anthony Albanese's desk or the Governor-Generals and saying, you have wronged us for the last time, we're off. This is our two weeks' notice. We formally secede. Absolutely hope it doesn't get to that point, but Gil McLaughlin looking for an almost unanimous uh, presidential vote that would bring Tasmania in. We're hearing stories from Carolyn Wilson that some of that support is starting to wane. There may even be uh, some cracks starting to emerge in the state itself. So I really wanted to speak to former Premier David Bartlett, um, who was Premier in Tassie from 08 to 2011. He's the president of the Hobart Chargers in the Siebel, uh, the basketball competition, and he was instrumental in getting the Tassie Jack Jumpers up and off the ground and in uh, to an NBL final series in their first ever season. So he is very well placed to be able to have a chat to us about where things currently stand. He's been good enough to join us. Uh, David, hello to you. Yeah, g'day, Sam. Great to be with you. So let's start with the Jack Jumpers first and foremost. Can you just explain to those who aren't aware, what was your role in helping that club get off the ground? Because it seemed from the outside looking in that this was almost like a, a snap of the fingers and the Jack Jumpers were born. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't well, that simple, but Larry, Larry Kesselman's a visionary. Things happen quickly when he wants them to. But what was your role and, and how, what's the story behind it? Well, look, in, um, in late 2016... Uh, I was sitting comfortably in my office doing a bit of, you know, post-political consulting and all of that. And NBL legend uh, Anthony Stewart, probably the GOAT as far as Tasmanian male NBL uh, players go, came into my office. He, he knew I was a basketball tragic fan. And he said, look, the Chargers are in a whole world of trouble. Um, you know, in a lot of debt, crowds waning. You know, would you like to come and help us and, you know, volunteer to be club president and see if we, you can get us out of the hole? And I said, look, I'm happy to do that, but we have to make it a bigger platform than that. We have to make it. And so I started talking about we're going to make Tasmania NBL ready within three years. And we used the charges really to create an NBL-style product. So we went back to the Derwent Entertainment Centre, now my state. We went from 200 um, 200 people average in the crowds to 2,000 average including one preliminary final in 2018 where we had 4,500 people in the house to see a Ben Siebel game, what's now called NBL 1. 
Um, I took a video of that, of course, and I'd already been talking a lot with Larry Kesselman. And I sent a video of him saying, look, four, four and a half thousand people show up to a Seaball game. How many do you reckon will show up to an NBL game if you bring it here? And um, I, I'd set myself a target of uh, want to be NBL ready in three years. Larry Kesselman announced um, there'd be an NBL licence granted to Tasmania in three years and three months. So I missed it by that much. <laughs> well, um, hang your head in shame, Dave. Hang your yeah. head in shame. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to be completely honest with you, I, um, uh, you know, while I was, um, you know, on the advisory board for Larry and so on, I, I basically withdrew from any official role with the Jack Jumpers because I just wanted to be a fanboy. Yeah. Um, I've got an 18-year-old son who's a complete basketball obsessive like me. We bought courtside seats this season. We sat in the Hollywood Row, you know, pretended we were Drake and Jack Nicholson or something. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in Tasmania, we can get away with it. Sure. Uh, and, um, and, you know, we just loved the season. We loved yep. everything that um, the organisation did and... Um, yeah, I'm still heavily involved with the Chargers, and I'm, in fact, yeah. I'm away down to coach uh, senior women's side of the mighty Kingwood Kings tonight. So I'm heavily involved, but have just loved the rollout of what everything the Jack Jump has done. It's united the state, and you never ever see that in Tasmania. It's always north versus south, or this one versus that one. Uh, not with the Jack Jumpers. It's a full statewide you know, massive support for them. What's it shown, Dave, to those who might still be doubting whether a Tasmanian AFL team would work? How, what, what's been the benefit of the Jack Jumpers in terms of the bid to get the 19th AFL team, do you think? Well, I think it's fours and against, I suppose. The fours for it are is it shows that if you create a brand and a club that reflects the values and the culture of Tasmanians, and it, we are a peculiar lot down here, in case you hadn't noticed, um, if, if that brand and the club really reflects those values, Tasmanians statewide will get behind it. If you try to import a mainland, you know, thing and plonk it down here and say, yeah, there you go, Tasmanians, that's what you get, um, we don't take very kindly <laughs> to it. Fair now, what Scott Roth did, the, ge the genius of Scott Roth as the coach, now, he arrived first before they'd even recruited any players, and he spent a lot, three months, just travelling the state, talking to everyone um, from politicians to schools to basketball people to non-basketball people, and he asked them, you know, what is the values of this state? What do you value? What are, is the culture of this place? And I think he worked it out pretty quickly. We yeah. value hard work a bit of blue-collar grit, a bit of mongrel, a bit of secessionism, you know, a bit of us against the world. We love that stuff here in Tasmania. And he really captured that not only in his recruits, but then in the culture of how they played and the, the spirit on the floor. No one expected them to make finals. Certainly no one expected them to make the grand final playing against the, you know, the hobnobs in, in, uh, in the Sydney <laughs> Kings. Um, but it was a, just, it was a classic ESPN 30 for 30, Absolutely. you know, Cinderella story. Yeah. Absolutely. Couldn't have been better. So, yeah. so, Dave, at the moment, I want to get your sense of... You've got your finger on the pulse of the, of the current AFL bid. You're still incredibly well-connected in the state. So where we stand at the moment with the, with the vote coming in August, so these are just a few of the things that have happened uh, over the last couple of weeks. So Callum Wilson wrote the story that... Uh, 
the state government had submitted the $150 million bid, $100 million over 10 years, $50 million in start-up, a stadium based uh, close to the CBD in Hobart. Now, Colin Carter's report to the AFL said that it would need a commitment of 7 to $11 million a year. They've gone for $10 million a year. Carolyn Wilson reported that the AFL wanted $20 million a year. We've had Alistair Clarkson say that they could look to do a local fan ownership, similar to what the Green Bay Packers do in the NFL. And then just this week, despite on May 14th being pictured on the front page of the Mercury uh, with the Premier uh, Jeremy Rockliffe and the Greens leader uh, Cassie O'Connor, the uh, leader of the opposition, Rebecca White, has said now that she thinks that money for the stadium could be spent better helping Tasmanians with cost of living, failing, falling wages and the housing crisis. So that would seem that there's a couple of cracks appearing in the unified stance yeah. that has been there. How are you reading the current landscape as we get closer to August? Well, I, I, I described it like this. Three months ago, the very strong rumour was this would be Gillen McLaughlin's parting gift to Tasmania. When I dealt with Gillen, uh, uh, particularly, I mean, Demetria was CEO then, but Gill was dealing a lot with me as Premier back in the day. Um, uh, he was very enthusiastic about a team in Tasmania. So the rumours were really swirling is that this deal is done, we're going to get issued a licence, there'll be a bunch of conditions precedent. Now, those rumours have changed pretty heavily on the ground just in the last few weeks to, you know, they're sending us North Melbourne again. Well, they tried that when I was Premier and they wanted $100 million over 10 years to, for North Melbourne to play um, 10 ga- uh, just 10 games. Uh, a season, not even actually relocate here. Um, and we said no. Um, now, the rumours now really around the state are... Well, no, the feeling around the state is, I would say, is it's now or never. If you don't... If it's not this time, then, you know, AFL... It's Our love affair um, between Tasmania and the AFL is over and we're not coming back in again. It's done for a generation if you don't give it to us this time. It's very much the feeling on the ground. And also, don't try and relocate a team here. We yeah. don't want that. We want a ground up, built from the floor up. Now, in terms of comments from the Leader of the Opposition, I haven't seen them. The only bit I did see was her questioning, and this was from an FOI, a Freedom of Information request, that you know the, the state government had said this stadium had cost $750 million. Everybody knows it's going to cost at least $1.5 billion because that's what happens with stadiums. Mm. We saw it with Optus Stadium in Perth, etc. It's mm. a $1.5 billion stadium. Now, I'm not sure she's split off from agreeing to that. I think she's just asking the question sure. that opposition leaders. And, and it would have seemed to take, not, yeah. Try, it would have seemed that she wasn't quite aware in those comments of um, the overall cost, uh, but also the economic benefits of what the team and actually that project itself, which will be a massive job creator in and of itself. Um, the other part of the story was that maybe Gill's hunger for it was, there was a concern that maybe Gill's hunger was waning and that the, and, and, and it was the pies, the sons and the swans quoted as being uh, maybe not on board just yet. Um, does those things concern you? Well, I've got to be honest with you guys. They don't really concern me personally because I'm a basketball fan and <laughs> I got what I wanted. And I, I will say this, though. It does concern all the AFL fans in Tasmania. Yep. And what really pisses all of those people off when I go on the radio and say this, that if we don't get this licence this time around, basketball will be 
the most played and watched sport in Tasmania within five years. I, I own a small basketball business with um, a couple of ex-NBL players. One of them says hello, by the way. The or one of the ones you had lunch with What's the other that? day. Chris Anstey says hello, by the way. He just walked past me. Oh, he's, he's a good man, that Chris Anstey. came in and saw our little shop and, uh, uh, yes, made me look really, really short. Um, he, do, he does that. But, um, you know, yeah, that we we can't keep up with demand now. It's off the charts. The yeah. schools, all the schools we work with are reporting that. You know, we had this basketball hoop that a few kids played on. Now you can't get near it. Can we put in, you know, what's your advice on putting in more hoops sort of stuff? It is just going gangbusters. Every second kid you see in town is wearing a Jack Jumpers jersey. Um, if the AFL don't jump now, they will have missed the chance I think forever. Yeah, and, and my understanding too, Dave, we're speaking to David Bartlett, former Tassie Premier, instrumental in getting the jack jumpers off the ground. We're talking about, you know, have the jack jumpers paved the way to show exactly what's possible for a, an AFL licence to be granted. Um, I've been reading during the week that um, Glenorchy's twos couldn't field a side. I mean, this is one of the most storied and with one of the richest histories in Tasmanian right. football, couldn't field a twos side. Um, and there's the real fear that, now with in schools, as you said, all reporting that oh. there's far more basketballs being bounced around than there are footballs being kicked around. Um, so that's that's. I mean, this is this is a footy heartland state. I mean, that would just be a tragedy. And that just hasn't happened overnight, by the way. No. My son's now eighteen, but he's six foot four. He was six foot two in grade six. Not one AFL clinic ever run in his primary school. Never invited to come and join an AFL um, team. School didn't have an AFL team, so he took up basketball and he sold for life. Might have been a bit of influence from his dad as well. Um, but, like, I think the AFL here has, has 20 years of questions to answer, and they think that because we've had Hawthorne and North Melbourne here, mm. tick, we can tick Tasmania. But what they have 100% failed to do is actually get to the grassroots and build the sport from the kids yep. up. And now you're seeing the effects of that in exactly the Norky Football Club would be one of the greatest, if not the greatest. You know, Hudson played there for God's sake, Absolutely. right? Absolutely, yeah. And they can't even field a seniors team some weeks, um, let alone there's no reserve side and certainly no under 19 side. Wow. So I made a, I made a joke about this, and I'll throw the joke up again, but you couldn't I just you can't blame the state if they've say look we're done now we will we'll secede we've had enough like oh, we're, we're we're off here's our resignation <laughs> oh jesus it it frustrates me well, Dave, because it, we we call it the australian rules football we call it the afl yet a heartland state still is is being just dismissed and taken for granted and um yeah so i mean we, yeah, and, 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 look, I, guess, yeah. I guess what 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 pains most AFL fans in Tasmania is they look at the turn up at you know Gold Coast uh, games and go you've got to be joking right you've got to be joking what a strategic error that was for the AFL. But just on that, Dave, is it a strategic error for footy fans in Tassie? And I think there might be a bit of this happening. You tell me if I'm wrong. But there's a bit of we're not turning back up again until you give us a team, which I think might not be the smartest tactic. Are you noticing a bit of that with the crowds at, or even Hawthorne games, which oh, are normally pretty well supported? Look, yeah, no, the crowds are very much down. There's no doubt about that. Mm. I don't think there's a conscious movement of saying, right, we're sure. not going as a protest. Yeah, okay. I think people are just are losing interest genuinely in AFL in this state because their kids aren't growing up with it. 
kids aren't yeah. playing it in schools, the kids aren't going to the clubs. And so, yep, I'll sit at home. Frankly, I can watch um, Carlton versus Collingwood any weekend I want on, you know, on uh, free, you know, streaming or free to air. I'm, I'm not going to bother going out and seeing these teams, you know, um, in my own hometown until I've got a hometown team. And this is the other thing, and I'll, you know, I have to leave you guys, but I, you know, the the the, the Jack Jumpers has shown that whether it's Launceston or Hobart or what have you, the whole state will yep. get behind a team that's genuinely Tasmanian, yep. called Tasmania, and reflects the Tasmanian values, culture, ethos. That's that's what's the most important thing here. Uh, just the last one, Dave, I know you've got to go. Um, I know that when Bill Shorten was running at the last election, he promised about $25 million to Tassie if they're to get an AFL team. I couldn't find any commitments from Anthony Albanese. Uh, are you aware of any federal no. commitments yet, or and, and do you see it being an issue? No, I don't. I don't. I don't believe there are any federal uh, commitments from the Labor Party on this, and I don't think there were on the, in the Liberal Party uh, either. Um, uh, I, uh, you know, I, I suspect there would be federal support available. Mm. I'm not. I can't speak for those politicians, of course, but I suspect there would be federal support available if there was certainty around a license yeah, and, okay. and around the pathway to get. Well, there. Dave, as um, now yeah, that top... speculative. Now that Top Gun's back in vogue, I'll use a line from the first one, take me to bed or lose me forever. And that's the situation that Tazzy... <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that's where Beautiful we're at. Thing. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think you're right. You're dead right. Good on you, guys. Cheers. Uh, Dave Bartlett, former Tasmanian Premier, 0433981116. If you'd like to have a crack at the very quick Macca's Run quiz, it'll happen after this. Marvel Stadium Corporate Suite double pass up for grabs one three hundred seven three six seven three six and Buddy Franklin's one match ban stands. He will miss Saturday's clash with Melbourne. That's just come in from the tribunal. Macca's run. Now we don't.